we are back. Episode two of Bad Filmcast. We now have a Zoom recorder and mics, so we can record from anywhere. And we just so happen to be recording from outside of Jeffrey Epstein's mansion on the Upper East Side right now. <laughs> right by my apartment over in the 70s between Park and Madison or Madison and 5th. I don't know. It's somewhere around there. I don't know. Don't give them your exact um, address, though. So you may be thinking off the bat, James, what does Jeffrey Epstein have to do with your film podcast? Epstein. Well, today we're going to be discussing... Jurassic Park, The Lost World, which is rated 54% on Rotten Tomatoes and 3.0 on Letterboxd. Yeah, what does Jeffrey Epstein have to do with Jurassic Park, The Lost World? What does Jeffrey Epstein have to do Epstein. with... Epstein. Jeffrey, Epstein. What did Jeffrey Epstein and dinosaurs have in common? They're both now extinct. I thought that's what you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll give you that. <laughs> what does the innocence of the children that Jeffrey Epstein has raped and dinosaurs have to do in common? They are also both extinct. Okay. Can we just talk about the movie? I mean, this is a win, though, right? No, it, no, it is. He's it's, a horrible it's person. It's not a win because he was suicided by probably the Clintons or someone. doesn't matter who. Um, well, basically, his, he died before he was going to say any information. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's a bad so, thing that yeah. he was suicided. Well, yeah, but, I think I think Terrence, did you retweet? Someone retweeted that uh, like the the footage was uh, yeah the camera the, the, the camera just happened to be busted. Oh. Yeah, okay. Someone someone uh, someone <laughs> I, on my timeline tweeted I that. Literally, I literally, like, oh really? That was you? Okay. I literally just found out when, once I woke up. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. So did I. And literally, all my group chats are talking about it. Wait, Everyone wait. The camera is glitched. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, that's I allegedly. What the tweet said exactly. And then all of a sudden, I wake up tomorrow and, and then uh, fucking Steel messages me. What happened to James? <laughs> <laughs> uh, alleged camera malfunction last night at MCC where Jeffrey Epstein was locked up. Yo, so. like, but like, <laughs> they're not even trying to cover up shit at this point. I know, that's what like, I what said. What the fuck? Like, they're not even trying at all. <laughs> that's just like, that's such a stereotypical, like in like movies and stuff like that. It's like, oh yeah, camera glitch. We don't, we lost the footage. We have no idea what happened. Yeah. Dude, they're literally, all the trending hashtags are about this. Yeah. Every, everything now. Like everyone on both sides realizes that, you know. Every, Left, right, like, conspiracy center. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every You know, everyone's aware now that uh, pedophiles run politics and Hollywood. That's so. disgusting. I know. So I mean, it's true. And the people that say it's not true are just burying their heads in the sand. The silver lining to um, someone killing I mean, killing it's also him. no, you know, everyone pretty much knows back in the day, there were like 13 to 16-year-old girls that would get into Hollywood and do sex. Yeah, I know, but I'm talking about like, yeah. I mean, that's terrible. But I'm talking about like straight up child rape. Like yeah, no, no, children, no, no, children yes, being kidnapped yeah. and brought to an island. Yeah. Like, that's the levels we're I, talking I saw about a tweet here. where it's like, why didn't they just call Jeffrey Epstein's Island Kid Rock? Oh, my <laughs> God. So, in today's episode... It's copyrighted. It's copyrighted. In today's episode, we're talking about uh, Jurassic Park, The Lost World. Yes. Right? Yes. yes. Similar uh, to the island of infant sex slaves. Please stop. <laughs> what if... They made like a Jurassic Park movie where it wasn't stop. dinosaurs. Stop. That they genetically engineered. Please stop. But it was <laughs> just all filled with Please. Hollywood pedophiles. Please stop. And politicians. And there were I just mean, all pedophiles running amok. Please I mean, stop. 
Look, they're, it's, they're pretty much just as dangerous as T-Rex. I would agree point. with that. I would say they're Almost more dangerous. more dangerous no, they because are. they can, like, they think have power. And, yeah, exactly. and have power. Exactly. So that would honestly be more horrifying. That's what they should – you know what? Um, Hollywood, contact me. I got some ideas for the Jurassic Park reboot. Um, we're Yo, gonna... That would be, like, the ultimate satire, though. They just make it, like, like Battle Royale or Hunger Games yeah. on the island where it's just all the fucking <laughs> politicians and <laughs> – Actors and Look, you're, uh, you're all terrible people. Um, we want you all to die, but we will give one of you, one of you child molesters, the chance to just get scot free. And we're you can, gonna, we're gonna build yeah. an island. It's gonna be huge, <laughs> and it's gonna be for all you child rapists. There's no children on there. Uh, you all get vasectomies first, so you can't breed with each other to create children oh, plot to twist. rape. That's amazing. Imagine, imagine like that's a plot twist of the movie where it's like. They're like, well, we have no children on this island. I guess we're going to have to make some of our own. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's weird. Like, when you think of, like, pedophiles and stuff like that, I automatically just assume it's dudes. Like, I don't think that there's oh, yeah. any females on this island. Oh, I could yeah, be no, wrong. No. no. But I it's mean, almost all the, it's I mean the, the females that would be on the island would be, like, people like Hillary Clinton. And that just would, for, like, good measure. So yeah, that we're just, not sexist. Yeah, just for good measure. You know, she's defending Bill and shit. And, you know... I guess any of the um, the the wives of these uh, Hollywood pedophiles that are kind of like in the know. I was gonna say I think care. that anyone that like uh, perpetuated or like knew and didn't say anything, they should also yeah, be on exactly. the island. So, hey Terrence, we were gonna talk about Lost World today. Oh great, I'm so excited. I love dinosaurs. <laughs> I mean, Terrence, to be fair, we are talking about an island. Yeah, but not the island. Well, technically now there's two islands. <laughs> yes, there technically are two islands. Okay, actually, speaking of that, which is really funny, so when the when the when the front credits roll for the Lost World, right, it says that because um, Isla Nublar is the first island, yes, right, from the and first Isla film, Sorna. and Isla Sorna is the second island. Yeah. So in the in the opening credits, it says Isla Sorna, thirty seven miles away from Isla Nublar, right? Yeah. But Hammond actually says in his dialogue with with um, with Goldblum um, that it's ninety miles away from each other. And I'm like, well, which is it? Is it 90 or is it 37? He's old and dying, so he might be. Oh, I'm just supposed to assume that, like, they made his character senile? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. He's on the fucking deathbed, basically. Yeah, he is, like, gripping um, Ian Malcolm pretty hard as he's kind of, like, traipsing through his room. I think by Jurassic Park 3, it's pretty much pseudo-confirmed that he is dead. That he's dead, dead, right? Yeah, Yeah. I kind of assume that I mean, by by Jurassic World, he is dead, but his actor is dead as well. I was going to say, yeah. So, he is dead in both rights. R.I.P. Tragic. Attenborough. I don't know what character we're talking about. We're talking about Hammond. John Hammond. The, s- the old dude. The old oh, guy. Oh, yeah. I wasn't paying attention. Jesus so. fucking Jesus Christ. Christ. I was busy um, discussing pedophiles. In the <sighs> All right. So I think I should just put a disclaimer right here. Uh, if it isn't oh, this is the point where you're putting a disclaimer? <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. After the fact? Uh, if it isn't blatantly obvious, nothing about Jurassic Park is real. Pretty much everything about Jurassic Park is Unlike- fake. The pedophiles in Hollywood Shut up! and the government, Those which are, are a thousand percent real. Just listen. The shadow this government is, will come for This you. is a pro-anti-pedophile podcast here. Uh, Terrence, do you want to dispute that with your moans? I just want to talk about dinosaurs. <laughs> well, Terrence, I just want – wait, hold on, Terrence. I want, you, uh, I want you to go on record that you say that you're against pedophiles. Of course I am. <laughs> All right. I just want to make sure. Terrence, I want you to go on record um, <laughs> that you believe that um, 
a majority of these higher elites in Hollywood and the government are pedophiles. I wouldn't be surprised. I want you to go on record saying that you believe that. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I okay, do believe that, it. That's good enough. Okay. That's good enough. Okay. That's fine. I, I, I was looking up information about all these dinosaurs and actors, and now you're just <laughs> poo-pooing yeah. on everything. I was so excited yeah. to talk about this. I mean, we're going to talk about it now. Yeah. That was we're, a brief, we're going to get you know. to it eventually, but uh, you yeah. know, we, we got to ease the yeah. viewers in. We got to... Um, you know, you bring them in for the comedy, and then you uh, you keep them for the shitty commentary. Yeah, they stay for the facts, but they come for the jokes. Yeah, I yeah. can't argue because it's true. I had multiple people tell me how much they loved the Austin Powers story of me, Matt, and my grandma. Yeah, a lot of people like the the grandma um, story. You know, people really laughed hard at that. People, the I got a couple people that complained uh, about the off-topic stuff, and guess what? It was just a couple of my friends. They weren't even the listeners. All everyone that messaged me on Twitter or whatever, they're like, "Oh, this is." Message you on Twitter through the bad film takes account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, my personal one, private one, replies, DMs, okay. all that. Um, you know, uh, definitely though, if you have uh, any comments, suggestions, praise, criticism, uh, please feel free to. Well, I mean, that's drop the- a reply or DM in any of my multiple twitter accounts, that's the so. thing about a podcast though you know everyone does it so you have to make something that lets you stand out to everyone else yeah which is being funny yes because most people are not funny which is unfortunate there are a lot of people that are not funny i mean that's and not they still hard. have a podcast yeah and they so have why not us one. yeah so i i want to be funny and shit post on my podcast and also happen to talk about movies but, yeah, you know, it, it needs a, a good balance of both, Terrence. So if uh, this if, is a discussion among friends, yeah, if you're you here know. for just serious film discussion, you're not gonna get that. But you will still get some serious film discussion when when we get more into the stuff like. So I, I'm like I'm like you know lubing them up first, Matt and, and Terrence here. With, don't say uh, that. I'm lubing Terrence up don't, here first, oh, lubing that. him up uh, with stuff that he can that he likes and can digest. <laughs> so that's why we started off with like Austin Powers and Jurassic Park, where I'm not really gonna have this in depth, um, you know, debate and discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I talk about Miami Vice or Spring Breakers or Bad Boys Two. Like, that's where I can get, you know, more serious discussion. So, you know, when it's stuff like this, you know, we're going to be talking about the film. We're going to be talking about why we think it's actually good, because that's the whole point of the podcast, and we're still going to do that. But, um, you know, you'll, you'll get the more serious discussions when we're talking about the films that I think are fucking masterpieces. You know, why didn't we drop this in the first episode? Because we kind of just went off. I feel like if you dropped this in the first episode, it would have been... Yeah, but it's the, it was the first episode, so you're still kind of figuring things out. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we're going to change and grow as we go along, you know. We're, yeah, we're I mean, this is the second episode. winging this shit, right? Yeah, this is the second episode, so we're like... We're, we're early enough on where we can still state this. If we're like 10 episodes in and I'm giving this... Whole yeah. spiel. If we're on episode fifty and we're like, Terrence doesn't like good movies. <laughs> so you know, you have me that I've seen like almost three thousand films. I'm writer director, huge cinephile. Matt, who's seen, uh, you know, maybe a little bit more than the average person. Yeah, I feel like I'm kind of right in the middle, more or yeah. less. And and Terrence, who's complete fucking. I like the normal. Marvel movies. Yeah, fuck you, Terrence. <laughs> I mean, to Terrence's defense, I too 
to an extent, enjoy the Marvel <clears throat> movies. I'm sorry. Well, I enjoy Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2 and 3. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck is that? What three, time? Three you don't sucks. like cool? You don't Yo, like uh, you. cool Tobey Maguire? No, he sucks. He's a You're just mad about Venom in that. He's a horrible Spider-Man. Yeah, well. I mean, he's a horrible person. What? Why? He's a, he's a douchebag. Tobey Maguire? Why? You never heard, like, the Hollywood stories about Tobey Maguire? No, I, that's why I'm asking why. I oh, really? Don't oh, know. shit. I mean, there's, like, there's a bunch, and, like, it might just be, like, conjecture and rumors, but, like, a lot of people have confirmed it. So, um, a portion of the story is fake, but, um... There's a story that, like, uh, Tobey Maguire, Leonardo DiCaprio, and a bunch of other, like, younger Hollywoodites, like, yeah. they used to run this poker game um, in in Hollywood. And it would be, you know, high stakes, all these actors and stuff like that. Um, and it was this, this group of young actors in, like, the early – the late 90s, yeah. early new ta- new 2000s. And uh, they called themselves the Pussy Party. <laughs> so if oh, that boy. gives you any sort of idea of, like, the caliber of human being we're dealing with here. But so – there's like uh, there's this like famous uh, they made a movie about it now I don't remember the name of it or I, I'd say it but uh, they made a movie about this about this poker game where Toby Maguire allegedly asked a uh, a server at the party a waitress um, to bark like a seal for a tip <laughs> Jesus and apparently the story was like kind of more or less elaborated but it wasn't entirely false look all I'm gonna say is. Toby Maguire did not rape any kids, so therefore to our knowledge, so that he's got a point. Knowledge. So that makes him okay. Oh yeah, no, that's fine. If he's just a, no, no, no. If Toby Maguire is just a dick, that's totally fine. <laughs> if he's just making Ooh, totally women fine. bark like a seal for tips, that's totally fine. As long as he's yeah. not raping little kids, oh, no. he's, he's not a bad person. I mean, but to be fair, when you put anything in that kind of context. Most like quote unquote bad people, they're really not that bad. Yeah, they're they're really good people. They're like they're okay. Like I'd I'd have a drink with yeah. with them. Yeah, I I will uh, say there there was a really bad person uh, I ran into the other night. So uh, the other night we went and got drunk and then saw scary stories to tell in the dark. Oh, how was that? Uh, I couldn't tell you because I fell asleep shortly. Shit. After, I want to see. But it. No did you I, fall asleep because you were drunk, or did you fall asleep because you were bored? Drunk. But it's not okay. like it was that entertaining. No one in the group liked it, Shit. and they were looking forward to it too. So, uh, no one liked it. But um, so I woke up tired, and uh, the movie was over. Because you know I'll fall asleep if I see a movie late. Like I don't go. It wasn't like a ten o'clock screening, and I never like going to movies late. Because I know I just get sleepy, and if I'm already drinking, and the movie's not good, and it's late, 100% gonna fall asleep. Oh, I totally yeah. agree. I don't even need to be drinking. Like I could yeah. be watching. That's what I'm saying. One of the best films ever. If it's late, I'm still passing. That's what out. I'm saying. So yeah. mixed with alcohol, it was like no brainer. I was gonna fall asleep, but I didn't get a Red Bull because I didn't care. I'm like I literally I only went because I had a list, so I got to go for free. Not oh, sweet. Um, but we the movie finished, and we all went to the bathroom and together. Yeah, like not in the stalls together, but oh, okay. you know we all, we went to we, we all. Had hey Derek, pee. can you just help my pee pee dangle this last <laughs> bit of pee out? I'm just checking. And uh, so I was there with uh, a good friend Evan Schwartz, who did the art for the podcast. Who you should, guys should hire if you need art. He shot on film. Uh, he lit tomatoes on fire. Great guy. Uh, and there was some fucking crackhead there that. Um, like started screaming uh, in the, the theater? No, no, in the bathroom. In the bathroom yeah, of yeah. the theater. Yeah, yeah, in the bathroom of the theater. 
Uh, and he was, like, calling him, like, the, the F word and shit like that. And Evan's gay and, you know, clearly gay. You can tell in his voice and stuff. Nothing wrong with that. But, like, this guy was screaming homophobic slurs at him. And, like, Jesus. seemed like he was, like, just out of nowhere. He, he was high on something. He pure, purely a crackhead. And he was, he was, like, one of those crackheads where it's, like, you see someone on the subway and they're, like, getting in people's faces and you don't know what they're about to do. You don't know if they're going to, like, assault you or something like that. Luckily, that has never happened to me. That yeah. has happened yeah. to me. That happened to me on a subway a few months ago, earlier this year, where I just ignored him. And, I, he, dude, he cleared out the subway when we got to the next stop. Uh, but anyways, I was, like, dude, I'm, like, drunk at this point. I'm, like, what the fuck? I'm trying to just pretend like he doesn't exist. Like, you know, you know like, uh, like you're being chased by, like, a bear or something or an animal. It's just like, uh, let me just not acknowledge it and just like slowly walk away. And I'm like, I'm walking downstairs and the, you know, theater is closing because it was, you know, like one of the last screenings and the woman's like, uh, the exit's that way. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm going to take this exit. There's a, a crackhead that seems like he's going to assault someone or me or my friends. And, and she's like, where is this? And I'm like in the bathroom. She's like, can you describe the man? I'm like, um, He's a uh, large and black male, and uh, and she's like okay, and then she just she literally gets on um, security uh, like a uh, the, the walkie talkie yeah walkie huh. and calls oh dude she like sends like two huge security guards yeah. like storm up there was this and, in yeah. Times Square yeah yeah. Oh, yeah yeah of course it was time. yeah I forgot to mention that it was in Times Square so that's where you know the crackheads all be and she's it was like dude, guys Raul's here again. Dude, I don't know what to do. Dude, and they were, like, still up there. I was I, just... I wouldn't be surprised, Matt. There are, especially in Times Square, a lot of these stores get, quote-unquote, regulars. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. No, I'm sure they do. Either it's homeless people, because just to, you Well, know, with the movie theater, you have to have a ticket to come in. So, like, it's not like you can just be a homeless person and walk into the movie theater. No. That is true. I guess, like, uh, while panhandling, instead of buying heroin like we think he's doing, he's actually buying matinees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was horrifying. Uh, I could even – it was even more horrifying for Evan since he was, like, you know, going Yeah, I'm there. sure. Like, what the yeah. fuck? How do you react to something like that? I know, right? Especially when you're drunk, too. Like, Yeah, you're, you're already, like, inhibited. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's just like, uh, I'm like, I got to – like, my fight or flight was going on. I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And I was just hoping they were all like following behind me, but it was just like me walking. I'm like, where where are they? But no one got hurt. Um, hopefully the crackhead is uh, locked away right now and not assaulting anyone or screaming homophobic slurs at them. And then we went to Applebee's for the dollar drinks. And my fucking God, you know, I expected them to taste like diabetes, <laughs> but man, it's even worse than I thought. It was literally, dude. Do they still do the LITs, the one dollar LITs? So they change it every month. Oh, so this they? was uh, Mai Tais, dollar Mai oh, Tais. Okay, dollar Mai Tais. Yo, Applebee's has no business serving Mai Tais. But in Manhattan, they don't do a dollar ones; they do four dollars. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like not nearly as good. Yeah, and I I ordered mine, and I'm like to the bartender, I'm like, this is undrinkable. You gotta dilute it with something. And so she just literally poured more alcohol, and I'm like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a solid Applebee's bartender. And I, I woke up the next morning, I, I don't want to say, like, hungover, but not as well-rested as usually from casual drinking. And, man, I know if I had more of those, uh, quote-unquote, Mai Tais, I would have just felt dead. Yeah, 
that's what happens when you drink all that sweet yeah, shit. Yeah, that, that's why I hate that. That's what. That's why I'm a big fan of White Claw. Yeah, that's but, why this podcast is it, unofficially sponsored, sponsored by, by White, White Claw. Claw. Well, James, we did make that joke in college where he did look like a young woman, so it does fit. We were drinking them before everyone else, me and Matt. Yeah. We're visionaries. We've been drinking them since last uh, Yeah, just like how White you made the B-movie a meme before it became a thing. I did. That's actually <laughs> true. I made uh, – that was your birth – that was August 2013. I made – so Terrence didn't have a Facebook at the time, and I kept telling him to make one, so he wouldn't make one. And I don't and even really use it anymore because Facebook's dead. Yeah, well, we use Messenger Well, it's for old people now. We use Messenger <laughs> all the time. But I made Terrence a fake Facebook – and added a bunch of people that we both knew. And people didn't know it was fake. And for some reason, I decided to make him obsessed with Jerry Seinfeld's 2007? 2008? 2008, uh, yeah, 2008 animated hit B-movie. And this was before any of the B-movie memes. So you, th- could, you could check this. You can look up the memes. You can look up the dates of when the shit was yeah, this, posted. This was summer 2013. Yeah, this was summer 2013. Yeah. So I was a visionary. I created the B-movie meme, pretty much. Well, no, 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 no. This, it wasn't summer. It was, it was during 2012, 2013, because... Oh, yeah, you, it was even earlier. You made yeah. the fake Facebook yeah. account. Yeah, I made the fake Facebook account, like, 2012, beginning of 2013, and I threw him a B-movie-themed birthday party, yeah. August <laughs> 2013. Yes. I vaguely remember this because I remember seeing Terrence's like profile picture <laughs> on Facebook. We had someone we knew drew t- draw Terrence as a B, and we made T-shirts of it. Yep, Amazing. I still have that. That's great. I want one. But uh, yeah, because it was around that time when B movies just started to randomly pop up in general, as like you know, oh, every time they say B, the show goes faster. Uh, B-movie's the best anime, B-movie's the best PlayStation 2 game, yada, yada, yada. Like, for some reason, B-movie just became super popular. And I created that meme. And so. it was around the time James and everyone else made this persona of me liking, absolutely loving B-movie. <laughs> and honestly, the movie isn't bad. No, it's, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's an average It's an average works. animated film. Yeah, yeah. it has yeah. a nice enough meaning. Take care of the environment. Yeah. Fuck, uh, but, get, getting cucked by a bee. yeah. <laughs> But the thing that's funny is that uh, after that, since B-Movie, everyone was busting my chops about it, I decided to turn it around, and now my logo that describes my freelance company, who I am, is... Company of one. Well, you know, know, my freelance career is basically my logo is a bee with sunglasses. Yeah. (laughs) I did not know that that's where that that avatar derived. There is deep lore in this, man. There really is. There is deep lore. Oh, my God. That's my little die bee. (laughs) All right. Should we uh, talk about Jurassic Park? Yeah, I would really much appreciate that. Yeah, so... um, (laughs) I, yeah, I was going to talk about some of the b- bad film takes for the week, but we can talk about that in a bit. We're Fucking like 30 minutes later. Oh, we're 23 minutes in, haven't talked about Jurassic Park. I mean, we mentioned dinosaurs before. We did. Should we get? Should we continue talking about Jeffrey Epstein? No! <laughs> no, I think, uh, I think we're good, right? Okay. okay. So, um, hot take, Jurassic Park The Lost World is better than Jurassic Park. You disgust me. That is a hot take, and I definitely don't agree with it. My ranking all. is no way. two, one, three, four. Didn't see five because I learned my lesson. My rankings are Jurassic Park 1, 
uh, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, three, and Lost World. You're Whoa, you wait, can wait, leave wait, this where podcast. was Fallen Kingdom on that list? Uh, right after uh, Jurassic World one. Oh my god! I love the Jurassic World movies. You, you put oh. Lost World as last. Yep, but that doesn't mean I hate it. No, no, no. I I know because I you just have right, bad taste. I actually like, I don't think any of the Jurassic Park movies are bad, which is insane. Uh-huh. All right, so basically insane before tank. before we did this, James was telling yeah. Uh, so I want you to watch the first two Jurassic Park movies. And I'm like, what about the others? Don't watch. We're only doing Lost World. So I'm a huge Jurassic Park fan. I've watched – I was watching – I was one of those fucking kids that used to love dinosaurs. You know, dinosaurs were – I was one of those kids I mean, so that was, was afraid of dinosaurs. Yeah. No, I love dinosaurs. Dinosa- I, have I was like... a little bitch. My dad actually uh, – he, he paid me to go see the dinosaurs movie. Like the, I rem- the Disney fucking movie. remember that. Did, did he pay me in, like, Pokemon cards or he something? He either, yes, he definitely paid you in, like, base set or fossil set Pokemon You know what, wait, cards. you know what we're going to have to do? Oh, we're going to have to make a phone call. Oh, no. <laughs> Is this going to be a recurring bit? I don't we're know. We're just going to call family members? I kind of like this bit. <laughs> What's up, Dad? What's happening? You're on the podcast. You're on the podcast. What are we talking about? Uh, we're talking about Jurassic Park Lost World. Uh, I'm bringing up the story. Uh, remember when I was like six and that Disney's dinosaur movie came out and you uh, you pretty much paid me to go see it because I was too much of a pussy and scared of it? Yes. Do you remember what you paid me in? What's that? Do you remember what you paid me in? Because I don't think it was cash. I thought it was like maybe Pokemon cards or a video I was game. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. So, definitely, definitely Pokemon cards. I mean, through the years, I brought you with different shit, but I think at that time it was yeah, Pokemon I, cards for sure. I, I remember when I was like four, you guys told me that uh, if I stopped wearing pull-ups, you'd buy me a Game Boy Color. <laughs> so, yeah, at four years old, he's still shitting his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, see matt i can bring up embarrassing stories about myself too not just you on the podcast i appreciate that so you know i i believe in equality on this podcast you, you know you should uh call, call your uncle timmy one time on the podcast he's got some good stories yeah i know we can discuss him having crabs so yes yeah, so he can describe how uh, his mother uh had to wash his pubes when he was 18 because he didn't know what crabs were <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite family that stories. is one of the best stories poor grandma that's one of the Scrub it out with Jesus. Well, Dad, thank you, uh, thank you for uh, tuning in and uh, just clarifying some details of the story for us. So, all right, Dad. All right, later. Later, Uncle Joe. Love you. Bye. Wait. Oh wow, crabs is actual real bacteria. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck did you think crabs were? I thought it was just an STD name. I didn't know it was actual no, bacteria. It's like a mite. It's like oh lice on your dick. This is horrible. It's all, yeah. It's awful. Jesus Christ. Thomas, have you ever had to shave your pubes? Yes. Oh, wait, like for a reason? No. Oh, just trim it. Anyway, uh just to 
you know, I know well, it's all been about you, James, just to make it slightly about me for one hot minute. <laughs> all right, I'm going to go leave for one sec. You can make this about you while I get some more White Claws. Are you uh, actually yes, fucking serious? Jesus Christ. <sighs> so, Terrence, I'm parched. Basically, when I was a kid, dinosaurs were my religion. But I'm assuming dinosaur dinosaurs were always the religion of a five-year-old child. I but agree with that. When yeah. I was a kid, I had dinosaur toys. I had dinosaur bed sheets. I had dinosaur pillows, dinosaur clothes. I was a dinosaur for like five Halloweens. <clears throat> Jesus but Christ. basically, uh, you know, I also had older cousins that were into dinosaurs and into uh, paleontology findings and all that. But, you know, I would also watch all the Jurassic Park movies. And I saw the first one. I loved it when I was a kid. I would watch all, you know, I saw Lost World and I loved it. And I saw Jurassic Park 3. I didn't like it when I was a kid because it killed off the T-Rex. And I loved the T-Rex. <laughs> Damn, the T-Rex that was killing everyone. They killed him. Wow. Fuck you, movie. Well, the T-Rex is my favorite dinosaur. And it still kind of is, pretty much. But Terrence, can we get your top 10 dinosaurs ranked? Uh, yeah, of course. No, Wait, I'm serious. Kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> do you really have that ranked? Yeah. Oh, shit. Wow, uh, that's impressive. All right, just do it. So, T-Rex is number one. Uh, Spinosaurus is number two. Uh, Dionoticus is number three. Dionoticus is basically, you know, the raptors in Jurassic Park? Uh-huh. That's what a Dionoticus is. We should have said top five. I'll just do top five. <laughs> number four is a Velociraptor, and number five is a Triceratops. Yeah. Gotta love a Triceratops. If I had to rank my favorite dinosaurs, I would just pick uh, whatever the five Power Rangers are and go with that. All right, my my, my top seven in descending order are hashtag Epstein murder, Bill Clinton, Jeffrey Epstein, hashtag Trump body count, hashtag Epstein, Clintons, and Epstein. I hate you. Oh, sorry. I was reading the trending topics on Twitter. My bad. I hate you so much. <laughs> um... My top five dinosaurs are, uh, what's that? Uh, I think it was like Gen 5, that T-Rex Pokemon. Tyrantrum? Oh, yeah, 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 I like him. He is uh, a dope Pokemon. I, I think Aerodactyl is number one. Wait, and then those, Tyrantrum. Those are Pokemon, not dinosaurs. Uh, I mean, listen, they're I just think, as fictional as dinosaurs. I think Craniodose is pretty cool, the evolved form. That's a Pachycephalosaurus. Um, I don't like the, the other fossil one in that generation. What, Bastiodon? Yeah, I don't That's like That's a Triceratops. Yeah, Bastiodon's not my favorite. He just yeah. looks like he has a fucking what, what face What other dinosaur Pokemon are there? There's Aerodactyl, which is based off of a Pterodactyl and a Wyvern. There's uh, Rampardos, which is the Pachycephalosaurus. Yeah. Bastiodon, which is a Triceratops and based off of other frilled uh, dinosaurs like that. Uh, Armaldo is in a dinosaur. Cradilia is in a dinosaur. Yeah, I know they're not. I said name the dinosaurs. Um... Aurorus is basically a long-necked Brachiosaurus. Like Brachiosaurus right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Aurorus is, Aurorus is like a newer gen. Uh, was that like fifth? fifth she's gen? she's a Gen Six. She's gen a Tyrantrum. Oh, the pre-evolved form. Yeah, Aurorus and a, a, its evolution. I forget. Wait, no, no, no. It does. Aurorus does not evolve into Tyrantrum. I'm gonna have to look that up. It's oh. Tyrant and evolves what into. What color? Ty Wait, what color? Is it's it? like blue. Oh yeah, it's, it's the long it kind of looks yeah, like yeah, the Lochneck. Yeah, 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 that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Brachiosaurus, Potosaurus, and dinosaur Pokemon. And uh, Sun and Moon didn't have any fossils, so you know that's basically all the Pokemon that are based off of dinosaurs. Yeah, so. I did really like that aspect of Pokemon, like when we were kids, like playing that game and like uh, like finding the fossils. Because like kind of like you, Terrence, I was super into dinosaurs. I used to have this fucking case in my room because I'm a forever collector. When I was like a child, yeah. of like it was a glass case that I had like fake dinosaur bones and like shark yeah. teeth in and like all this shit. I used to have like 
I used to, birthday, I I used to go in my backyard kits. and bury and try to oh, bury yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. I would bury shit and then two months later I'd try to figure out and remember where I buried it and dig it up again. It's like a fucking dog. Yeah. But actually, what I brought up last week about Goldmember and loving Japanese women. Also, <laughs> here we go. Going back to dinosaurs. Because you like to bury them in holes? Well, no, no. No. <laughs> no. So, going back to dinosaurs, I would have a ton of dinosaur toys as a kid, but what I would do was I wouldn't really play with them. Like, you know, kids would be like, rawr, but I would set my dinosaurs up in my backyard and, like, see dis- which ones fit easiest into your ass. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm ranking my dinosaur toys from which are the most comfortable to least comfortable that fit inside my ass. Brachiosaurus has got to be one, number one, right? It's long and smooth. I mean, most of, most of those dinosaur toys were stiff and hard, so... <laughs> well, exactly. it made you stiff and hard. <laughs> Mom, where's my Brachiosaurus? Don't worry, Terrence. I'll give it back to you later. Play with something else. I want to physically assault you right now. <laughs> Sorry, Terrence. Anyway... You have that on record. I'm sending this to the police. <laughs> anyway... The point that I was trying to make was I would set up my dinosaurs the way I set up my figures now in my detolves. So it all kind of comes back together. Yeah. I used to display my dinosaurs the way I would display Yeah, OCD my... comes on at a very young age. Yeah, that's Trust cool, me, I know. Yeah, <laughs> Anyway, so I had a huge hard-on for Jurassic Park, and I loved the first movie. And the second movie was okay, but, uh, you know, as of re-watching it, I do have to say... It has a very, it has a very slow start. Like, I love Jeff Goldblum's performance. You know, Goldblum's great in that movie. Oh, yeah. He's fun to watch. The movie is very slow. Going back with to uh, nostalgia with dinosaurs, uh, Matt and I can testify for this both that a huge. Uh, so I, I was a, I don't really even remember watching Jurassic Park as a kid. I'm sure I did. I just really don't remember it. Yeah, I mean, it came out uh, in 93, which is like... Yeah, so, well, right? but, we but our, our big nostalgia for it was uh, going to Universal. Yes. So we went to Universal a lot uh, as kids. I loved the Jurassic Park uh, part of the, the park there. Par- the park part of the park. You know. Yeah, the park within the park. Yeah, the park within the park. The, the meta section yeah. of uh, Islands of Adventure. And they blast the theme song. Yep. Oh, literally, as soon as you walk into that area, man, every speaker. It's magical. It's, it's amazing. It's Is really... it still there? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. So uh, I... peek behind the curtain. I have been, the last time I've been to Universal Studios was 2001. Oh wow. If not 2000, I have never been to Universal. I was since. last there 2015. I haven't been there for a while either, but I mean, uh, even if it hasn't been a while, like that had such an impact on me that like it Same. feels like yeah. I was just yeah. there. Unfortunately, we'll, uh, we'll 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 put a Patreon goal when we make a Patreon. It's like uh, pay three, us three, to go three, to Universal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's dude. I've seen people do that before. Jesus Where's, fucking. That would be kind of awesome, yeah. actually. <laughs> Not to like that extent, but uh, my my friends that run. The Weezer Bracket, a uh, great podcast you guys should listen to, where they do a tournament-style bracket of the worst Weezer songs to determine the worst <laughs> Weezer song. Um, Which is all of them. They, there was a... Whoa! The first two Weezer albums are masterpieces. Okay, this isn't a Weezer podcast, but I don't like them. Fuck you. <laughs> um, Blue is a masterpiece. Pinkerton's a masterpiece. Uh, there, there's a, uh, a, like a student play called Julius Weezer. 
And so they did like a GoFundMe to uh, oh to God. pay to go and see it, and That's then do cool. an episode on it. All right. So, uh, so yeah, we can uh, do the a on- GoFundMe. To the only Weezer I know is Carl Weezer. All right, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Uh, low key, Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. So I I love Universal. I for my twenty third birthday, I made my birthday playlist, and it was just a Jurassic Park theme song on loop. Actually, okay. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> that soundtrack, like, even till today. Oh, Jurassic Park score. Holy shit, all, man. all three movies, uh, their score is phenomenal. John Williams fucking killed. Yeah, John Williams is great. So I'm, killed that I, score. I mean, I think a lot of, like, John Williams score is overrated, but I think the Jurassic Park theme is, like, one of the best pieces of music I, ever composed. I would say yeah. the Jurassic Park theme is probably my favorite movie uh, theme theme ever yeah. created i, I would, would have to agree with I, that. I also would agree yeah. with that. honestly like so the the more or less not the opening scene of jurassic park but um you know the, the first the, the scene in jurassic park where they get to the island and they see the brachiosaurus or yes. for the first time and the score kicks Welcome in to jurassic park. and like it, that's it's, that it's beautiful. scene like even rewatching it now i still kind of like got a little misty yeah, yeah. Like, no that is I, such I did an emotional, i did too i did too and it's all because of the music yeah yes 100%. without that score yeah. that scene is nothing yeah and i you know there's so many other like complete scores that i like more but if we're talking single tracks that's like yeah it, it's just it's impactful it's meaningful and it pulls yeah. the whole thing together yeah yeah totally agree I also, uh, I would say uh, Jurassic Park 1, besides the main theme, there are some songs that I still remember. Uh, Lost World made like a new uh, jingle theme a little bit. Uh, I enjoy it. Uh, obviously not as good as the obviously original, but the, the jingle is, well, the new theme that they made is nice. Yeah, it's not bad. And not to skip ahead at all, but like uh, it, one of my favorite parts as far as the score goes in World, uh, not World, Lost World, sorry. Um, is when uh, uh, when Vince Vaughn gets to more or less the equivalent of like the kind of like shop and visitor area from the first island. Yeah, and I don't know if you notice this, but but when he gets there and he kind of like brushes it back and like gives it a little look, the original um, score, like that that main song from the first one, starts to lowly play That's, in the background. Uh, just uh, just bringing it actually to world for a split second. I know this isn't about it, but they do something similar like that mm. because it is it's on the same island that the first Jurassic Park was yeah. on. I think world the world movies I don't know if they I don't think they skip the first two uh world and 3 but they don't uh they don't talk about them but they do it's they talk about the original. And when the kids are they break into the original park from yeah. the first movie. Yeah. And it slowly builds up the original theme mm-hmm. as they're like looking and you see like uh pieces and aesthetics from the first movie with like the raptor uh painting and the jeeps and it's like god oh, that's so fucking good yeah and like it's funny because as much as much shit as the lost world kind of gets it's the first jurassic park uh jurassic world right is very reminiscent of this film it hits a lot of similar beats are you talking about Jurassic World is similar to The Lost World? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, two fucking worlds. And it's just, yeah, I know. We're throwing the world world around way too much. But uh, There's too many Mario it, it, games. It, it plays, uh, uh, like, very similarly, which kind of – it's kind of funny that this movie got 
shit on so hard about people love world. Anyone that loves world and shits on this is a fucking idiot. See, yeah. I love world, but I don't shit on the lost yeah. world. I just don't think it's as good. Yeah, but I also mean, it's still a bad take. At least you just don't shit on the yeah. lost. Yeah, I mean, the I don't. I honestly don't shit on any Jurassic Park movie. Yeah, like I know. there's there's a lot of complaints people can give where uh, it's you know it's badly directed or it's there's it's too cringe or on the scientific end it's not even realistic. But number one, it's a Hollywood movie. It's not going to be real. And number two is pretty much... I mean, anyone that complains about realism in movies is fucking... Like, yeah, that's an insane notion to begin with, and especially when you're talking about dinosaurs. I mean, most archaeologists and most uh, scientists like can kind of come to terms with... Like, if you go into a museum right now and you see, like, you know, the fossil section, a lot of that is guesswork. Because they're yes. missing, they're missing bones. Like but it's also, you know, like it's different. They're guessing what these things look it's like. It's different going into a museum than going into a movie. If you're going into a museum, yes, you were looking for facts, and like you know, the dinosaur looks like this, and it doesn't right. look like that. It has this and that, and they tell you what it is. If you're going into a movie, I'm not. I don't want to find out information. Yeah, I just want I mean, to be entertained. Look, I need a little bit of realism in movies. Like Pikachu would not sound like Ryan Reynolds. All right. <laughs> I mean, probably not. So, you know, that's where they take it a little bit too far with uh, these blockbuster movies. I like Ryan Reynolds. Pikachu would not sound like Ryan Reynolds. I'm sorry. Is Ryan Reynolds stuck in Pikachu's body? It doesn't matter. Whoa, spoilers! Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's, a fu- it's been out for like three months now, and it's based <laughs> off of the fucking visual novel. I'm just saying, he would not sound like Ryan Reynolds. No, he'd sound like a high-pitched Asian girl. No, he'd sound like Danny DeVito. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they actually do have recordings of Danny DeVito. Stop I know. It, really. Yeah. Well, they don't have Danny DeVito recording, but they they put together lines from Danny DeVito from like different movies and edited it in Pikachu's body. But That's then they actually funny. But then they just said, uh, "No, we're gonna just do Ryan Reynolds." Yeah. I mean, I actually totally forgot about the twist while I was making that joke just now. But. Could you imagine at the end of that movie, instead of Ryan Reynolds popping up and being like, "I'm your dad," it's Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, kid, what's going on? You want to smoke a cigar? That, <laughs> that god of I was a whore. <laughs> oh, Terrence, uh, I remember you uh, have, like, a connection with between Jurassic Park and Mario. Yes. So, basically, and this isn't, uh, this is someone everyone brought up once World came out back in 2015. So, you have the first Jurassic Park, which is Jurassic Park. First Mario game is Super Mario Brothers. Then you have Mario 2. Technically, there are two games, but the original is Mario 2 The Lost uh, Levels. Do you know that in uh, yes. America? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Basically, in the Mario 2 is called Mario 2 The Lost Levels. So Jurassic Park 2 is The Lost World. And then you have Jurassic Park 3, no subtitle or anything. Then you have Mario uh, 3, Super Mario Brothers 3. Then for the Super Nintendo is Super Mario World. The next movie is Jurassic World. And then you have Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, which is about the raptor. The next technical Mario game after World is Yoshi's Island, which is about Yoshi, who design-wise looks like a raptor. Are you saying that Steven Spielberg is a fucking thief? What? <laughs> I would never. Also, Spielberg did not direct and have anything to do with the World movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't think Spielberg wanted anything to do with Lost World. I read some like quotes of him online, yeah. and even he shit on this movie. And I was like, yeah. "Yo, motherfucker, own your creation. What is wrong with Which you?" Which is, in my opinion, like top three Spielberg. Spielberg's yeah. lost his charm. 
Yeah. I mean, so the next Jurassic Park is going to be Jurassic Park 64. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. And we're going to have to uh, collect all the Power Stars from Bowser. Great. That would kind of be, like, so, like, not... <laughs> that would kind of be awesome. You imagine that they do, like, a back-in-time kind of movie where it's young Hammond well, trying to develop the technology to create the dinosaurs? I mean, that would be cool. I would fucking watch the I mean, fuck it, out as, of that. As far as Fallen Kingdom is aware, Fallen Kingdom is now in the continuity of the Dragon Ball universe, too. What? What? Yeah, because uh, in Fallen Kingdom, uh, all the dinosaurs are released into the United States. Uh, all the dinosaurs are now in America. What the fuck? Yep. Yeah, that did happen. Yep. Why? You have yeah. raptors in Montana. The T-Rex escapes into Texas. What, what fucking happened? Because they all got... It, actually, it was very similar to The Lost World, where all the dinosaurs got kidnapped from the island mm. and were going to put into auction to be turned into, like, uh, war... Uh, you know, war machines, war tools oh, for war. That's so fucking stupid. Well, it's basically Lost World. In Honestly, Park, it's that's be... not even the stupidest part of that movie. But what is <laughs> the stupidest part is that the fucking clone daughter. Right. What? Yo, fuck. yo, that was so fucking stupid. I <laughs> loved fuck it. This yeah. movie. No, I love Fallen no, Kingdom. Fuck, it's amazing. You're out of your fucking mind. That so movie, basically, oh my god. Basically. Uh, they capture all the dinosaurs, similar to Lost World, <laughs> so and bad. it's up to Chris Pratt and all the other people to save them. And obviously, Blue from uh, Jurassic World is there, and she, you know she's she is literally Yoshi in this game in this uh, movie yeah. because I mean you know yeah, it's a fucking like, movie, she's so like I don't pooping out eggs. I, I, I don't Yoshi. care, but basically, I think it's in. It's in some. It's in like Montana or somewhere in the West where the temperature is fine, but they release at the end of the movie. They make they pretty much do the same mistake that Lost uh, that Jurassic World did, where they make the uh, Super Raptor, which is basically you know a genetically engineered raptor that yeah, they make a Super Raptor that can fucking of a super go Rex. go Super Saiyan and you know do everything. Yeah. So the Raptor dies, and then Blue uh, kills it, and they release all the dinosaurs. So they release, you got everything. Stegosaurus, Triceratops, Raptors, Tyrannosaurus, everything. Release, they just go into the wild of America. And it shows you at the end of the movie, uh, Blue is in like Montana and she's running in the mountains and she's like right next to wolves. And it's like, holy shit, this is how the origin of Dragon Ball started. Because in Dragon Ball, you have dinosaurs living in the human world. That movie's so fucking stupid, I love it. Dude, that's awesome. I'm but, gonna say awesome. I mean, that's fucking awful, and I hate it. I love and, it. It's, uh, it's a terrible film. I love that movie so much. It's so stupid. Yo, it's Wayne, so stupid. Wayne Knight. Whatever happened to him? Uh, he died. Wait, what? In Jurassic Park. He dies in the first movie. Yeah, he gets killed by a uh, Dilophosaurus. Yeah, you were talking about Newman, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Dilophosaurus fucking eats his he, ass. First of all, Dilophosaurus is actually bigger than that. But uh, I was more talking about though, what happened to Wayne Knight like in real life? In general, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I mean, he's just one of those celebrities that kind of doesn't really need to do anything anymore because he has enough money, probably. I guess. I mean, but plenty of celebrities have enough. Yeah. Brad Pitt has enough yeah. money; he still does films. Like, yeah. probably doesn't really. Wayne Knight is the man. Like, I know he's who so doesn't funny. like Newman. I, I only know him on honestly. Cons- and Jurassic Park. Considering his weight, I wouldn't be surprised if he only has a few more years left. Sad. No, he's on Atkins now. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like super thin. Really? Oh, that's yeah. fucking. No, I totally made that up. He's uh, probably fat as. Well. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude, I was gonna be like, good for him, man. 
fuck. Dang. So I actually, I actually lied, and we're not at Jeffrey Epstein's uh, Manhattan Upper East Side mansion. We're actually recording at the Seinfeld Diner right now. But yo, the, we need but, to go there. But these mics are so good that you can't hear anyone else, just us. I'll take a uh, Snickers with a fork and knife, please. So I actually, uh, there is some bad news about the Seinfeld Diner, though. It is. Uh, kind of closing down. Oh, what? So, all right, Terry, watch, watch the, the levels quick. What? Um, <laughs> Screaming in my ear, and I got these headphones on, Terrence. Can we go there before it closes? Yeah, so the um, the guy, so it's actually really fucked up, this whole situation. So I was reading this recently. The guy who owns the diner wants to retire and sell the diner okay. and make a lot of money off of it. Sure. Understandable. He's been doing this for 60 years. He should be able to do whatever he wants with it, right? Yeah. These scumbags, like just normal citizens, not not even like affiliated with the government, uh, are trying to have it preserved as a landmark. Really? Which will completely fuck the property value of it. Well, yeah, because it's unsellable at that point. Yeah, So, because then he would only be able to sell the the property above the diner and not the diner itself so because i think he owns the whole property Uh so if it's a landmark they can't do any you know the diner itself you can't change it wow so these people yeah so these people where it does not affect their lives at all that you know diner goes away it's like yeah i mean that would suck it's cool because you know it's i mean it's new york seinfeld's a big part yeah it's a big part of it but this guy has owned the diner for sixty years. Like he's been banking on this. He doesn't have like a. He doesn't have like a relative or like a son or something like that. Like to take it over or something. I, I guess not. I guess no one wants to take it over. He just wants to sell it and retire. Shit, man, I'll do it. But but yeah. So he will totally get fucked by this if these people um, win the case to preserve it. And uh, they're they're it's just. It's, it's just like a further reason why the internet is bad. Yeah, pretty much. All right, so uh, just going back to Wayne Knight for a quick second. Mm. Uh, it seems that he basically just does a lot of uh, commercial work and uh, voice artist stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll, he uh, he featured in a KFC commercial in 2017. <laughs> he uh, reprised okay. his role as Newman in the Super Bowl uh, commercial back in 2014. It seems that he just does a lot of like voice artist work for commercial yeah. mm-hmm. stuff. But no, he's still around. I think he is living in New York. Oh, uh, he was born in New York. I don't know if he's living here now. Well, we're gonna have to get Wayne Knight on the podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa! What? He was Dojo in Shallon Showdown? Okay, no one cares about that, Terrence. I mean, I actually kind of care about that. That was a good show. Dojo yeah. was the dragon, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he. Oh, he was the dragon. Oh fuck! I'm yes, not... he was. Now, now, it's coming back to me. Holy shit! Yeah, I haven't well, seen that show in such a long time. That'd be fucking awesome. I feel like he shouldn't be too hard to get. Nah. I mean, he's like, he's a recognizable celebrity, but like, I mean, he's not. He's what? He's C class at best. Yeah. No yeah, but offense. he's no, no offense. offense. Wayne no offense, Wayne. Wayne, Wayne. Wayne. Yeah, You're but he's awesome. got. He has yeah. Seinfeld under his belt. Yeah, exactly. So. Oh no, I know. We love well, like you. Wayne, yeah. Wayne, we love you, Wayne. man. We're You're just, awesome. you know, you just haven't done a lot. Honestly, so. he could. If we had him right now, he could tell us about how it was like working on Jurassic Park. That'd be great. That would be great. That like fucking <laughs> the scene of him and Dotson 
like is probably one of my favorite scenes in the first film. Well, where he says, "Who cares? Who cares? Dotson, Do- we got Dotson here. <laughs> Nobody cares." And like that fucking when he's showing on the Barbasol can, and he makes that high pitched squeal that literally could <laughs> essentially break your the fucking sound system. Like a Majin Amazing, uh, so good. Like he was what? hilarious. I just I actually because I I rewatch Jurassic Park Don't all get the time. Cheap on me, Dotson. What? Was he trying to steal embryos and yes. bring them to a company? Yeah. So okay. So Dawson, I don't know if either of you have read the the book. No, I, I, Terrence doesn't know how to read. Okay. I, honestly, uh, I don't read books. I'd actually read that book. So, um, so Michael Crichton's book is, in ways like a, is kind of a lot different from these two movies. So, um, Dawson is actually more or less the villain. Yeah. Um, he comes back in the second in the second part. Um, in the, the Lost World part, and he actually ends up being like pretty much the main antagonist. Really? Yeah. So, um, it that's it's kind of interesting that like they they took that character and they they put him into some use, but like more or less what Wayne Knight's character was trying to do is he was he was getting paid to um, steal all of these different embryos from all the different species of dinosaurs to give them to Dotson's company. Okay. Um, I read the book a very long time ago. I don't really remember what his company's kind of goal was but uh something with money something money. with research and dinosaurs yeah. and that kind of shit all right that's what i that's what i thought i just i was like that was that part always like i didn't have a firm grasp of that but yeah that does make sense it's funny because i'm not the biggest fan of jurassic park I and i still end up watching it like every two years like i look yeah. at, i looked at my my letterbox i uh, 2013 2015 oh, 2017 wow. 2019. Literally every two years I wow. watch it. It's just kind of like an also like an easy movie it's to a, kind of keep on in the back. Yeah, exactly. this is also like, this is also something I wanted to slightly bring up because Jurassic Park and Lost World are roughly around the same time. They're like yeah. two hours. Yeah, two hours and like six minutes. Jurassic Park one does not feel like two hours. Dur- Lost yeah. World feels like two hours. I'm glad that you said that because so. It might just be because I have a lot more like nostalgia based in Jurassic Park, and, and this has nothing against Lost World. I like it not as much as the first one, but just right there, right below. And watching the first one, and then watching the second one again this week, shortly after, I actually I watched the Lost World last night, so it would be fresh. I felt the length, like because so, I watched so them. I I am gonna agree that. Jurassic Park flies by faster than The Lost World, but I still enjoy The Lost World more. Oh, there's, there's nothing wrong with that, but, like, I watched Jurassic Park 1 and Lost World back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Same. I so literally, I. I watched Jurassic Park, then went right to Lost World. That's exactly what I did. And I felt it. Yeah. Like, with Lost World, I was like, I, I you know, I was like, oh, wow, this is, you know, I'm not bored, but, th- wow, this feels like two hours. Yeah, Jurassic- no, I definitely wasn't bored. Like, the, the action scenes were great. Like- I think it was just a little bit slower to start. And that's why I actually, which is even surprising to me, but that's why I kind of do, like, three more than Lost World. Well, you're... Well, that I'm going, I'm talking about pacing. I feel like the pacing is the worst in Lost World. I think if I, if I had to make one critique of Lost World um, to kind of... Not to not to play devil's advocate, but to kind of see the the opinions of the people that dislike this movie, the pacing would be the only thing that I would have to say yeah. could maybe use some work. Other than that, I love this movie. Yeah. And my, like my, uh, besides my, Vince Vaughn and Goldblum, and uh, I forget the hunter's name. Uh, there's really I don't really care about any other character in that movie. I my review my one my one sentence review on Letterbox I put for. 
Jurassic uh, Park 3 was The Asylum Presents Jurassic Land. <laughs> you know, uh, Asylum is the company that does Sharknado and all those movies. Oh. Yeah, oh, like all those really bad, like, you know. Honestly, movies. I, the, the, uh, uh, what am I looking for? The prop uh, representation for Jurassic Park 3 is pretty much on par with Lost World in the first movie. It's actually barely good. Because uh, Jurassic Park 3 uses CG and animatronics. Mm-hmm. And it's it's pretty good. Uh, the Spinosaurus is an animatronic. The Raptors are animatronic sometimes. And the combination of CG and animatronic does work. You can tell when it's an animatronic and when it's CG, obviously. Yeah. And it, it's basically like, you know, what do you prefer? Do you prefer the realism of the animatronic or the loose, more, uh, you know, believable movement of the CG. But honestly, all three Jurassic Park movies have amazing animatronic and CG complemented together. Yeah, I mean, the first Jurassic Park film was pretty much well, the first the Jurassic first of its kind. I mean, the, honestly, the dinosaurs in the first and second Jurassic Park look way better than the CGI in Lost oh, World. In, in, in Jurassic World. Oh, I 100% agree. The, the, the mix I, of animatronics... I don't, I don't see it. Oh, man, dude. I remember when we watched it, I was like... How does a movie from 2015 like, look way worse than something from They did combine. They put the CG on the animatronics. That probably would explain it. But at also, I'm going back. You know, it's an excuse, but I also don't really care. These creatures aren't real. So, I mean, yeah. you could also say it's the same company that made Godzilla, and all the monsters in Godzilla look amazing. Yeah, I mean, those look great, though. So it, it might just be on Universal's end. I don't know, but the CG doesn't really bother me. The but... CG doesn't bother me, but it, it's kind of funny that, like, looking at and rewatching Jurassic Park so so recently, like, that movie holds up so well. Oh, no, it holds yeah. up amazingly. Like, the animatronics, the fucking T-Rex, like, and, like, I know it has a lot to do with the mix of it. it, it all, most of the scenes are dark. Most of the scenes are in the rain. Like, there's a lot of things yeah, that that's... Spielberg was able to use to make it look better. Yeah. But that... The animatronics and some of the CG, I mean, blow modern CGI films out of the fucking like water. That, but the one thing you brought up is a huge, huge uh, defense to that because the one thing about Jurassic Park, usually any time it was in the day, especially in Jurassic Park 1, any dinosaur that was usually in the day wasn't animatronic. When they met yeah. the Triceratops, that was... A total prop animatronic that yeah. was no CG yeah. whatsoever. With the T Rex and the Raptors at night, even the Raptors in the like, uh, you know, the kitchen scene and the hallway, the whole you know, uh, big grandiose opening mm-hmm. of the of the building, that was in a shadowy, shaded area where they could use that to their advantage of the animatronics and the CG to complement it. Yeah. So it doesn't look that bad right jurassic park like if there's one thing that you could say from the crew um they made the most of the lighting and environmental effects that they possibly oh yeah and that goes double for lost world a hundred percent because the the only things that i have to say about lost world and jurassic park as far as the cgi goes the only scenes that stood out to me in the first one was the brachiosaurus scene in the beginning and the uh, Stegosaurus scene in the beginning of Lost Yes, World. I was just about to bring that yeah, up. Yeah, because they're both... And the thing that they both have in common is they're both fucking shot in, in, the day. in daylight. Yeah. And but that's the only flaw. Also, uh, the scene in Lost World with the Stegosaurus where Malcolm's girlfriend is trying to take pictures of it, 
and then she sees before that she sees the baby stegosaurus. Yeah. That is a full animatronic. Yes. That is no CG whatsoever. Yeah. And you can and it like quicks it shifts quickly to the to the mother stegosaurus. Mm-hmm. You can easily see if you're paying attention enough. See the animatronic stegosaurus. That stegosaurus is complete CG. Yes. Yeah. For sure. I believe they did use an animatronic stegosaurus for one scene, but it wasn't the full dinosaur. It was like just a part of the tail swinging. Mm-hmm. But other than that, most of the dinosaur scenes in Lost World are all at night. Right. And that does help it. Unlike, oh, yeah. unlike Jurassic World, where most of the scenes are all in the day. Right. And that's because, probably why that movie looks worse than the first. Because Jurassic it's Park easy movie. to notice. But also, I will counteract that. The fight scene at night is fucking amazing. I don't care if you don't like those movies. If you don't think that fight scene is the best thing ever, then I don't even know why we're talking. I don't know if I say it's the best thing ever, but it's very good. That was will, definitely the highlight. I will of the, actually of that defend movie. that is that is my favorite scene to come out of Jurassic Park as a franchise, because that is that is a bare bones kaiju fight. So you think like if life didn't find a way, that the dinosaurs would eventually become lesbians? Um, um, because no. they were all they're they're all girls on the island. Yeah. So well, if life didn't find a way. Well, would there's they, a lot of things they would die. So, yeah. Well, there's a lot be, of things. But that go would they into be that. lesbians though? I mean, no, I don't think probably not. I mean, I don't want to get into this debate. So you're telling me that dinosaurs can't be lesbians, Terrence? Is that is that your stance? You know what? I'm actually going to uh, counteract that. So homosexuality in animals is actually a thing. There, I know, I know it's been, a thing. <laughs> there have been documents of penguins and dogs that have been together with the same sex. I think bears as well. Bears as well. Yeah. Uh, is that where the term bear came from? Possibly. Mm-hmm. But homosexuality Maybe. is a thing in animals, but with most animals, they don't experience breeding the same way humans do because we have it for different ways. There are some animals that do experience love. It has been documented. There are dogs that can feel emotion to their partners. Yeah. But an animal's main instinct is breeding for survival. That's what they do. Yeah. I mean, that's our main instinct. I mean, that's why you scream, breed, I need to breed all the time. I mean, we all scream (laughs) it. Don't just put me under that bus. But. Whoa, I never scream, need to breed. I don't think I've ever said that. Terrence screams the words, need to breed. First of all, I don't scream it in public. I just say it in our group chat with our friends because it's funny and I'm shit posting. Second of all, but you still mean it. I mean, I'm, you know, it, it's like a shit post. So, it but it comes from truth. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it is true though. Too. Like that, even I mean, we are animals, man. We're a species just as much as dogs and bears and stuff like that. We are here to breed, and like a guy once called my dad a bear. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He told me that on like yeah. a subway or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He a guy went up to him and he's like, "Are you a bear?" And he's like, "Uh, no." And he's like. Oh, well, have a nice day. <laughs> Actually, I do have a similar story. Uh, this was back in the 80s when my dad was still a cop uh, in uh, the city. And this is when he was down near the village. And back in the 80s, you know, down there in the village, it's kind of dangerous. Yeah. A little dangerous. People throwing sinks out of, the, uh, out of their apartments. But basically, my dad was, I think he was off patrol or he was just guarding his post. It was like some sort of party in the village. And it was very... Um, there was a huge uh, gay crowd that was at that party, so my dad went to go get drinks, and he told his part. He told his, you know, uh, police officer partners, like, you know, I'll, I'll get the drinks. Goes to the bar, and all of a sudden, this random guy walks up and he's like, "Hey," my dad's like, "Oh, how you doing?" He's getting the drinks. He's like, you know, I gotta tell you, 
you have a really nice ass. <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, thank you very much. And then the guy's like, oh, have a great day. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> my dad comes back and he tells his partner, like, it's a good thing I got the drinks because we would have been kicked out. <laughs> if you got the drinks, we would have been kicked out. <laughs> but that's a story he always brings up, and I always find it funny because he just nonchalant. Why? Because his partner would react it differently. Aggressively, yeah. 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 But uh, it's just something that he always. I mean, if his partner didn't have a nice ass, then he would have had nothing to worry about. <laughs> well, it's something he always brings up, and he always busts my mom's chops. But I was like, this guy thought my ass was nice. Why don't you say? <laughs> but uh, to, to go back, no, I think they would all be extinct if they were all lesbians well obviously they'd be extinct i'm just saying with the dinosaur scissor that's that's where i'm getting at Terrence. probably okay. not unless you got like you know the dinosaur girls because scissoring is a bipedal humanoid feature i was gonna say food. what if they were mixed with instead of frogs right they were mixed with chickens because as we've discussed that's redundant. yeah well i mean i know it's redundant but i'm just saying that chickens don't breed like normal um well see also intercourse the thing, you also have to, the thing you also have to remember about most birds is that male birds do not have a penis. No, they have colloquials. Cloaca. Sorry, Internet. So does a chicken have a penis? No. no. There's no So penis. you're telling me... This is for all birds. Wait, you're telling me cocks don't have, have cocks? cocks? Yeah. yeah. What? No. Basically, <laughs> basically what it is is that they technically do have the male reproductive organs. Yeah, but they don't have a cock. Cocks don't have cocks. Basically, when birds breed... That's a t-shirt we can do. Cocks yeah. don't have cocks. Basically, cock. when, merds, when birds breed... <laughs> the cockless cock. That, dude, that could be the name of a, a pub. We can open up a pub and call it the cockless cock. There's the flying cock. Yeah, that's Why true. can't we do the cockless cock? And cock and bull. Yeah, the cock and bull. Yeah. We can open cock up... Cock and bull torture. <laughs> <laughs> we can open up a pub in Midtown in the 40s or 50s and call it the cockless cock. We'd be able to get away with that. Basically. People would come to it. It's I funny. Like, so yeah. basically, basically, what the male does is he just he shoots it out. He shoots a semen out of his out of his hole like a jet, and it goes into the female's cloaca. <laughs> oh my god! So that's how birds. Biology lesson Holy on shit. bad film cast. <laughs> Whether dinosaurs had penises and reproductive organs, I can't give you that answer because I haven't looked it up. All right. Yet. Well, anyways, I want to talk about uh, the actors. I, I think one of the reasons why I watch this every two years is because I'm in love with Laura Dern in this. I mean, oh, I love the first one. Yeah, oh, I, I love her as a whole, but like, yeah, she's good. I don't know. There's something about her in, in Jurassic Park where she—it's like she's like the original hot nerd. Yeah, right? I, yeah. I think that's her most like beautiful looking on screen performance. Also, like, I feel really bad for Alan because he got cocked. Um. So, it's kind of interesting that you say that, because, like, are we to believe that Ellie and Alan are, are, are a couple? In Jurassic Park 1, they were a couple. They are, They right? were dating in Jurassic Park 1. Basically, in Jurassic Park 1, it is pretty much, you know, stated that Alan does not want kids. Is, is Alan well, Jeff yeah. Goldblum's character? No. No, that's Ian. Ian? All right. I don't know anyone's name. Mal- Malcolm is... <laughs> Alan is Sam Neill. Yeah. So, basically... Alan, uh, Sam Neill's character does not want children, but uh, Laura Dern does. Thank you. Yeah. She yes. does, and it's pretty much stated throughout the movie that oh maybe it would change, but no. By the end, by the third movie, it, that's what 
breaks him up. And yeah, then, that was kind of fucking sad, man. Like in the third movie where they, I mean, I, I love seeing, um, I love seeing Sammy and Laura, Laura Dern on the screen together again. Yeah. But like that, like she now has like this whole other what life. She back in the third she's, one. Yeah, yeah, she's in yeah. the third. She's the she's reason. Married. She, she saves them in the third one. Yeah, she I, so yeah. I haven't seen the third one in like four yeah. years. But Based, like it's it's kind of upsetting because it's like it's like wow, like it, it kind of shows a good depiction fuck. of like this is what could have been. Yeah. But he he kind of, Grant kind of fucked it up. Well, yeah. he kind of Batmaned it honestly. Because she wanted, she wanted to start a family, and he was more focused on his work. Even after the events of Jurassic Park, he still has a yeah. Where he said we're out of a job. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. So you remember that scene in the first one where Lord Dern is fisting the shit? Yes. Yes, and actually, uh, (laughs) another fun fact: uh, that pile of shit is actually too big. There's no physical way that it could have been that big. Yeah, fucking of course not. No. Animal shits that much. Yeah, I don't know okay, why. Have you seen how much I shit, Matt? <laughs> I mean, you do shit a lot. But like, even if we, even if you shit in the same pile for the whole day, I don't know. That was a big pile of shit. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think there's some guy out there that like beat off to that scene? No. What? You don't think there's some guy out there or girl, not discriminating? That that's into like fetish shit. Yeah, that's into fetish shit. I mean, and scat is a fetish, yeah. and it's beat off to the scene. But of usually, fisting shit. Usually, the joys of scat is having it put on someone, not just yeah. having it there. Yeah, but like fisting it. I mean, fisting's a sexual act. So you don't think? Yeah, you don't think? I, I mean, you, you you probably you, wish that was your asshole that was being <laughs> fisted, but you you are gonna tell me there's not at least one person out there. From 1993 to the current year of 2019, that has a scat fetish and jerked off the scene of Laura Dern fisting that huge pile of shit. Because if mean, you think there isn't at least one person, I think you're wrong. Listen, there's 9 billion people on the, on the planet. I'm sure there is someone who has jacked off to fucking everything. I just, so I would agree just out of pure statistical analysis. I mean, there, there was this thread on 4chan... Uh, about this, and they fucking roasted him for it. This guy that um, gets off to tiles. What? Tiles? Like, yeah. Like, like floor tiles? Yeah, like floor tiles. Like turned on by floor tiles. Uh, well, th- that's a show, right? There's a, uh, It's like My Strange Addiction or like yes. My Strange Attraction or something yes. like that where people like get off from like this guy. This, this, I remember watching a couple episodes of the show because I was kind of fascinated that this guy would like almost fucking like orgasm from popping balloons yeah no I've yes heard, I, no. i'm actually gonna bring up the balloon one there's there's a youtube the channel where there's just some guy popping balloons and that's that is a fetish that like that's gotta be like there's Look, something wrong with that i'm all person, i'm right? all down with having freaky fetishes but if you just have a fetish that legitimately does not make any sense i you know i'm gonna terrence is gonna discriminate you against you Terrence is, not, a, is, is a bigot <laughs> if you have a very obscure fetish not that isn't to, sexual. Hold on, though. Like, not to discriminate or put Terrence on blast, but, like, <laughs> that is – like, that that kind of behavior, right? Like, there's no evolutionary like evolutionary benefit of that. No, not at so all. So no. that has to be – I mean, be, either is fisting shit, but – Right, but, like, that, that has to be some sort of, like, cross-wiring in your oh, brain. Oh, yeah, right? totally. It has to be. So, like – Some traumatic like, event. Right. Or, like, something happened to you as a child, like, you got fucked by a clown or yeah. something like that. Which or is... Jeffrey Epstein, you know, took you to town. Yeah. <sighs> I hate you so How much. was your childhood? Well, I spent a lot of time on this island. It was great. 
Every day was the vacation. They By said, the way, I could fit a cantaloupe on my asshole. <laughs> There's this mansion on the Upper East Side on uh, <laughs> the 70s, close to Central Park. You'll see the initials J-E on it. He's, his initials are actually on the house. Yeah. Really? What a fucking yeah. egotist. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the next level. Hmm. Uh, I actually have some stories about Jeff Goldblum. Okay. Okay. Um, this is related from, to the subject. I'm not allowed to name who told me the stories, but you both know who it is who's uh, helped produce with me yes, before. Yes, mm-hmm. So you guys know exactly who I'm talking about. Okay. Um, and... Uh, was working with Jeff Goldblum at um, at an event. I, I want to be as vague as possible here, and uh, pretty much telling me what a fucking weirdo he is. Yeah, I mean that's kind of assumed. Yeah, right? no, but like he he would like start uh, like telling him a story or stuff, and then like asking him to answer questions and repeat to make sure like he's paying attention and stuff like that so i'm just like weird kind of yeah. like a little semi-sociopathic kind of shit like that okay uh, i've heard stories about that yeah and he would also like ask him questions and if he didn't know the answer like could be anything like off topic he would be like well why don't you know that well maybe you should look it up or you know just weirdo <laughs> shit like that yeah that is weird so and he would like give him attitude and uh, you know, my uh, my friend he he was he you know realized right away to not give any sort of like snarky answer and be like he's like he would just answer just to put up with it It'd be like well you're right I should look into that I should know what this is blah 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 and it'd just be random ass shit and he was just he he was a uh, an interesting client to work with yeah yeah I, I mean Jeff Goldblum is definitely like probably one of the more eccentric actors out there oh yes but to an extent i mean every fucking actor is an egomaniac right yeah i i don't know that was just that's just a weird story that he told me i he told me it a while ago so i can't um get more in depth and remember it yeah i mean Uh, it's definitely odd and like if i was in the same situation i mean i fucking love jeff goldblum what are you gonna do i put up with it yeah of course yeah okay sure Jeff Goldblum was on the set of uh, this new movie that came out called The Mountain, indie mm-hmm. movie. And he was talking to the director about, uh, like, influences and directors and shit. And, you know, Jeff Goldblum's done a lot more commercial work. And now he's very interested in working with these, like, auteurs, like Claire Denis, who's, like, this French director and stuff like that. It's like, he's now, like, obsessed and wants to work with her. And, like, completely non-commercial films. Uh, she did that movie High Life that came out earlier this year. Robert Pattinson. Yeah, yeah. You hear about yeah. Movie, yeah. Uh, so stuff like that, which is just hilarious, just seeing where Jeff Goldblum's career has gone, and now it's you know it seems like he's gonna be going towards these. Yeah, uh, I mean, at this point, like Jeff Goldblum is, especially with the aid of the internet, has kind of become like a living meme, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is fine with me. I thought you know I love Goldblum and. The Lost World, like, could have easily been called Jurassic Park, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff like, Goldblum edition? Yeah. I thought, I think the weirdest part about Lost World was it's just, I, I don't know if maybe my TV was off, the coloring was weird. Don't, don't. But did, 
did he just randomly adopt a child or like is, oh my god i like, knew this is what you were doing <laughs> like what so like, sometimes when a mommy and a daddy love each other very much they could be of different races okay Yes, she does not look mixed race. She no, does not. She does She's not. not. She. Does so this not. is why I'm very confused by it. All right. Yes. So basically, in in the first Jurassic Park movie, Malcolm Jeff Goldblum's character states that he has been through several marriages. Yes. And he has had several kids through different marriages. You don't know if it's bullshitting or you know because he's just being Jeff Goldblum or what whatnot. <laughs> basically, in Lost World. Uh, I forget the girl's name, but this is his daughter from a marriage from a French woman who left both of them. Yes. This, Hi, is, this, this is my wife's daughter. <laughs> so it is, it is his kid. She is biologically related to him in the movie, but their mo- the mother left both of them and Look, went back yes. to France. I think what James is saying, though, that... There, not- there is no way... <laughs> She's biologically related to him. This well, is, this is either what a, James a, a is saying lie or is a plot hole. They should have cast a more tan girl. Number one. All right. So look, I've there's nothing wrong with being mixed race no, no, or no. anything like that. She clearly is not mixed race. Well, all right. Number one, obviously the actress who played her is black, and number two. Wait, really? I'll fucking punch you in the throat. <laughs> number two. What nationality is Jeff Goldblum? Jewish. Probably Jeff. Definitely right, Jewish. So his his gold- name has golden. Yeah. All right, fair He's enough. Jewish. So you're European descent. You know, it sucks. That's Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern, Jewish European. Is Middle Eastern. Jewish is not European. Israel. Israel. I'm assuming, you know, basically the black gene is stronger than Yes, European but Terrence, well, yeah. you don't look purely like that. You'd be surprised. To be fair, to be fair, I... We actually, uh, a good friend of our aunt's, I don't want to say anyone's name, but a good friend of our aunt's who, um, her husband is, 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 is African-American. Yeah. Their children are as dark as this actress. Really? And she is yeah. white. Because I've never seen that before, ever. You know, yeah. basically, every, what, you know, we're three white, Italian, European, Irish guys. Yeah. Our genes mixed with any other nationality is well, not yeah, going to show. Well, yeah, of course. The kids oh, yeah. got gotten kicked to the I, curb. Hard. My kid, neighbor, if we mix race with any you know other race that's not white, they're always going to look like, more like that. To put guy. it bluntly, I have a huge Asian fetish. If I marry an Asian I woman, I was say that's dick. It. And I was going to be like, you're a liar. If, Terrence, if I have kids, Terrence, they ain't going to look like me. Terrence, you should not fetishize Asian women, okay? You should love and respect them you know what for I mean. being great You should great love people. and respect all women. Yeah. No need to be Asian. Yeah, yeah. Terrence, guys. you shouldn't fetishize a certain race. That's I agree. That's that's kind it's of racist, like, bro. That's kind of cringe. Bro. It's like kind of reverse racist, and I, I don't know if I like it. <laughs> I hate you guys. So <laughs> much. Terrence, I love Asian women too, but I also love women of different races yeah, as well. I love I don't, all women. I What's don't, wrong with white yeah. girls? Terrence? I I don't fetishize one specific type of woman. I. Just appreciate could, attractive uh, women honestly, that are good people. To be honest, I could see James with a very loving and uh, cute black girlfriend. Yeah, I think we'd be really happy. I, I would date Hey, any, who knows? Maybe James will end up dating a black guy. Hey, you know, they, love wins. You know what? I, I'm not a homosexual, but again, there's nothing wrong with that. So I don't have a problem 
with people dating uh, the same race. Listen, but I date whoever you that. want, man. So. All right, now what if the girl was like, you know, part snake or something? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, we're just making shit up now. Uh, first of all, that's not made up. It is called a lamia slash echidna. They're in Greek mythology. Oh my god! Look this shit up, Matt. Oh Please, before you start this podcast, educate oh, yourself. Well, this is as real as the dinosaurs we're talking about, <laughs> and the, the centaur that I fucked last week. Exactly. <laughs> hey, I will have you know, mare pussy. Hmm. <laughs> Cut that. (laughs) Hey, they visualized in Greek mythology of breeding with centaurs. When you saw um, the Chronicles of Narnia, were you sexually attracted to Mr. Tumnus? Oh, oh, he's the uh, goat guy, right? Yeah, he's the fawn. No, because I'm not gay. What if it was a girl? He's got an asshole. I mean, if it's a girl, that might be a different subject. Oh, no. Hey. It's a girl centaur. <laughs> I named him. I found a nickel and I named him Philip. What's the bad news? It's a girl nickel. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I think Jeff Goldblum's daughter is the most unrealistic part of I mean, the Lost World. So, what's kind of interesting me, to me about, about his daughter, um, and like not to get into uh, racial equality or any of that yeah. too much, but... Uh, this was so. This came out in '97. The Lost World yeah. Yeah. was similarly to kind of the environment, political, social environment that we're living in currently. W- was this a hot take? Like, was was this? I, I that's a good question. Yeah. We should have researched. Yeah, that. like we should have. You know what? You should. You should. I should have looked this up. <laughs> Jeff Fuck. Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right, Jeff Goldblum. I should have. I should have looked it up. <laughs> should have looked it up. <laughs> you should have looked it up. Fuck. Should know better. That that's that's chaos. That's, that's <laughs> chaos. <laughs> but I fucking love chaos, dude. So, I think I should probably just start talking about why I love Lost World because I haven't really talked about that yeah, much. You yet. haven't really talked about the movie at all. We skirted. <laughs> we're, we're an hour and twenty minutes. We mentioned his daughter, and we yeah. barely brought up the movie at all. Yeah. Um, I think so. I think the most important thing in a big dinosaur movie is entertaining, high stakes action. Which I think Lost World had more of. I think three does better than than, um, than Jurassic Park one, and that's why I like it more. I think Jurassic Park one moves along really well. It's a very uh, simple Hollywood kind of story with a good con- unique concept, execute it, you know, perfectly to digest for the masses yeah. and not be insulting to your intelligence and be entertaining and not really have any issues like. I don't love Jurassic Park. I think it's a good movie. I, I can't really tell you any flaws with the first Jurassic Park. So Jurassic Park was the perfect way to introduce a franchise. Yeah. And Jurassic Park, The Lost World, was the perfect way to elevate that franchise. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, so if you're if you're building a world, if you're building a story, Jurassic Park did it perfectly and effortlessly. And the reason why The Lost World has more action kind of like in – in the pacing, as you kind of said before, is because that is the natural root of it, the progression of the story. It is also a slightly yeah. different type of movie. Yes, yeah. I would say Jurassic Lost World is a little bit more thriller, while the first Jurassic Park is more sci-fi horror. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And I love that they brought in Julianne Moore and Vince Vaughn in the sequel. Yeah, do you know Vince Vaughn was kind of almost an unknown at who, this yeah. point? Also, so Vince Vaughn's one of my favorite actors. He's really? great. Of all time, yeah. I... Uh, True Detective season two made me a Vince Vaughn stand. 
But you know, a lot of people shit on the second season of True Detective. I think it's way better. I okay. Way better. I'm not saying it's way better, way better. But I'm saying it's on par. I don't understand the critiques. It's great. It's 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 perfect. I, I think it's amazing. I, I love all the performances in it except for really Taylor Kish. Um, yeah, I, I, mean, I think the story's much better. Everyone's I think killing it's more Amy Adams. That, that scene where Abraham, they Rachel McAdams, sorry, yeah, <laughs> it's killing. I love it. Rachel McAdams so much. I, I love uh, like that one episode where they go to the um, like the the eyes wide shut kind of party. Yeah. Oh my god, fucking Keno. That is a. Crazy, crazy sequence, man. That was perfection. It was good. It was really good. Julianne Moore and Vince Vaughn, though, were also together in the Psycho remake. Yeah, really. You said that. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm excited to do that episode on the podcast because I'm not going to get into it because that deserves its own episode. But not only do I think it's a masterpiece, I think it's better than the original Psycho. Oh. And that will be a whole nother episode. Yeah, let's, right. let's not get into what's that. What's that? Now. Another bold, conflicting that statement coming from James Healy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will go into more with that. I just want to briefly mention. You know that. what? That's the one thing I do like about you, Jimbo. You're full of colorful surprises. I sure am. <laughs> um, I, my favorite scene in um, in Lost World, which is better than everything else in the franchise, is the scene after. The very ungrateful T Rex, you know, after they're saving their the kid, uh, their child, you know, the, the broken leg. I mean, he doesn't know. He's a James, fucking lizard. They're animals. They don't know that. You're an animal, Terrence. You fucking know things. Not. <laughs> Anyways, um, when he knocks over the car, and that whole scene right there is so tense, so just masterful, and just compared to everything else, I think that's like the best action scene. Feels the most tense. It goes on for a good amount of time, but doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it's too long. Um, it reminds me a lot of Uncharted Two. Did you play Uncharted Two? Um, I didn't, but I, the, I know, you know the, the scene. Feel. It's literally yeah. the first scene in the game where Nathan Drake is like hanging from the train that's mm-hmm. falling over. So I feel like that's yeah, that's a good scene. I feel like that could have been influenced by Lost World. I'm sure it was because like I, yeah. that the the scene of Julianne Moore on the glass. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's amazing. Dude, the tension in that it's scene so good. is unbelievable. I think starting with that whole scene, it's like the movie gets kicks into full gear and just doesn't stop till it ends. Yeah, that it, is yeah, true. That, but yes. that's also like. I want to say about like 50 minutes into the movie. Yeah, that's why I said it's slower to start, and the pacing definitely has some more issues. It, it definitely like, once the once the T Rex gets into the scene, it definitely picks up. But I honestly think the best part of Lost World is the last like 35 minutes of the movie. I mean, that's great too, and I'll touch on that. But well, I think a big part of this movie, uh, the Lost World, is that. So if what the first Jurassic Park movie did is that it made it introduced it introduced a villain, right? It introduced a monster, yeah. right? And then the second movie, The Lost World, humanized the monster. Yeah. And I think like yeah. although it was slow to start, um, and that that's a big critique of this movie, it was kind of necessary for you to sympathize <clears throat> with like, hey man, like these are just animals. Like we fucked them over by yeah. bringing them back. Yeah. Like. like why should we be able to treat them this way? It's yeah. like the recurring thing of all the Jurassic. Wait, so the, the what? humans are the monsters. Yes, the humans <laughs> are the monsters. What? So no, what? <laughs> humans are the monsters. The recurring thing about pretty much every Jurassic Park and World movie 
and I, I do love how it's brought up and it's actually exemplified in world is basically these dinosaurs are not they aren't real you know what? It, what? God, I'm gonna fucking punch you in the humans shit, are the man. monsters dinosaurs aren't real what what Terrence what? the next thing you're gonna tell me is that Jesus Christ isn't real I'm gonna fucking drop <laughs> kick both of you uh, Jesus Christ is real you edgy atheist okay whatever Anyway, the point that I'm trying to make is that he will forgive you. the dinosaurs <laughs> that were created in this movie aren't the real thing that we all imagine, and they were forced by human hand. And basically, uh, the one thing that I do like about World, when they make the uh, giant uh, fucking dinosaur, uh, is that it, it really is not – they didn't create a dinosaur. They did create a monster. And to a pretty much these dinosaurs in Jurassic Park, they technically are chimera animals because they aren't real dinosaurs. They're dinosaur DNA mixed with reptile, uh, amphibian, and bird DNA. So they aren't they aren't true animals. They are, you know, pretty much Frankenstein monsters. Yeah, they were a hybrid from the start. And it's that's why it works so well in Jurassic Park and Lost World of the horror aspect because they are animals, but they don't know what the fuck they are. They don't know where they are. All they know is that they got to live and they got to survive. And that's why they're just killing people Yeah, because they don't know what to do. That's a good point too, uh, to kind of circle back to like the critique of this movie that a lot of people say is like, Oh fucking the dinosaurs don't look real. They They got feathers now, all this shit. Like, they're not real dinosaurs. You know, they're mixed with other DNAs, so they're not going to look exactly the same. So, like, all the scientific people out there are just like, where are the fucking feathers? You and then they try to add... that want to be, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. And yeah, then they add much. the feathers in the third movie, and it looks like a fucking raptor that has a mohawk. I'm yeah, just like, what it the looks fuck bad. are we watching right but now? But the, the thing... Because people actually made that argument about World, but World flat out brings up, in the movie, uh, the scientist, uh, the Asian uh, Hong... I, uh, Wang, I think his name is Henry Wang. Are you just racistly <laughs> shut <laughs> up? Calling a racist Chinese thing. His name was Chung. <laughs> I think his name is Henry Wang. He Who was a, Wang. Of course, his Who? name was Henry Wang. He was Who Ji Wang. I hate you guys. Some young guy. He was in the this first. This is racist, Matt. I can't get canceled. I have a fucking film career, okay? <laughs> it's not me. Fucking Terrence is calling a generic Asian name. Look. I've never said anything racist in my life. I've never had a racist movie. <laughs> all right. Movie. All right. Anyway. All I'm saying is parody law. He was in the first movie, <laughs> and he's, he's in World, and he basically says, you wanted me to make the dinosaurs look like this. If these dinosaurs were – if we used actual DNA, these dinosaurs would look drastically different. Basically saying, yes, we made these dinosaurs to look that way. Shut the fuck up. It's a goddamn movie. Just enjoy it. I mean, yeah, it's a great coverall. It's a great retcon to the people who are, like, poo-pooing. I'm like, don't look like real dinosaurs. Just like, one motherfucker, they ain't. Well, it's not really a retcon because it's even stated in the first Jurassic Park movie. Yeah, right. They're not real dinosaurs because the DNA was taken from other stuff, such as frogs and lizards. Yeah, also, too, like, the back door into making the Asian scientist the villain was, like, kind of, like, interesting to me. Yeah, I I, I I like it. I liked it. I didn't dislike it, but I'm just like, I'm like, like the sweet guy that was like cuddling the little baby yeah. raptors from the first movie. Now he's the bad guy. I'm like, okay, sure. But, and that's what I like about uh, lost world as well, because lost world pretty much takes like, these are monsters. 
Like they're just bastardized creations that are still animals and don't know what to do. So they're just going out and killing these people because they right. know that they gotta live. Yeah, I mean, like one of the one of the points that Grant makes, right, uh, in the first film, when the, when the, when the goat, right, when they when they bring up the goat to try to coax out the T Rex so that yeah. they can see it, it's just like you're trying to suppress. Might be me. Sorry, you're trying to suppress. Two billion years, sixty-five million. Yeah, years sixty-five of, million years of of pure instinct. But to just actually, uh, you know, be a hypocrite for a second, uh, tyrannosauruses were also known to be everything, scavengers and predators. So, you know, it, it's a movie, but yeah. you know, a, again, going back to, they're not real dinosaurs. Yeah. It's a movie. They could take some liberties. Um. But yeah, I mean, so it's a fine line for me. It's a fine line of just like, hey, how real are we going to make these dinosaurs? How how much are we going to appease the scientific community? As, as an average moviegoer, like I don't give a fuck, man. No, as um, a kid, I, I love dinosaurs. Yeah, it was. I probably know more about dinosaurs than the average person. But it, you know, if I'm going to see this movie, it's got to be entertaining. It's got to look cool. It's got to be good. And like. If you're going to take some liberties with the dinosaurs that kind of, like, make them appeal to a, an audience, it's fine. I don't yeah, care. It's whatever. I, you know, it, it's like, you know, being contradicting myself saying, you know, you can take away realism. But I also think there is some sort of aspect of realism you can keep in. Because in the beginning of the movie, with uh, when they're at the uh, site, uh, Grant does bring up a lot of stuff. Like, you pretty much... And in Jurassic Park 3, it is kind of bad. Like, I feel like that stuff can be adjusted because these movies pretty much uh, establish raptors as being hyper-intelligent animals. Oh, yeah. Like the raptors, smartest animal raptors that's ever been dumb. on the planet. Yeah, you know, they're chickens. Uh, I think it was actually stated that raptors have the intelligence of a turkey. But it's also, you, you have to realize, this was 65 million years ago. No one was smart 65 million years ago. So if raptors had time to evolve, then yeah, maybe they could have actually opened doors. Terrence, and... are you telling me that Jesus Christ created an unsmart being? Well, dinosaurs came before Jesus Christ. I mean, he created Terrence, uh... no offense, but he's also got you there. Don't tell the Christians that. They don't even believe in dinosaurs. Yeah, and that's fucking retarded. Do you know that? Do you know about oh, that? Shit, I wasn't supposed to. Like say the, that. the the uh, the like hyper um, Christians or evan evan I was about to say evangelists, a a a evangelists, the neon genesis <laughs> evangelians, the evangelians, the neon genesis evangelian Christians do not believe in dinosaurs. They think no. So there's there's a, there's an extreme group of Christianity that believe that dinosaur bones were put here by Satan to, to trick us. us. Into thinking that the world is older than it is. Uh, it's true. Duh. I mean, obviously. Fuck. Even saying that as a joke, that still hurts. What? Joking about that. It's, that's very scary how some people think that. I love the, the things that people believe is mind-boggling <clears throat> to me. I love the scene where uh, they're out there, like behind like the waterfall, or at least mm. it's pouring down from the rain. It looks like a waterfall. And the one dude is freaking out about the snake. Snake, yeah. And it's like, dude, literally just rip the snake off and throw it. To be fair, that was, that was a, a fucking king snake. Yeah, that was a It's one of the most poisonous snakes on the face of the planet. Yeah. If I were that guy, you're dead already. Yeah. You might as well get... Okay, but you're, you know? like, definitely dead from the T-Rex. Yes, but he did have a just reaction 
because, like he said, a king snake is one of the most deadliest snakes yeah. on the planet. I mean, it did. I was able to tell it was one of the poison snakes, but like, yeah. Still, okay. I guess it makes a little bit more sense if they put the deadliest snake in it. Well, I mean, you're you have the hard place being the Tyrannosaurus right in front of you, and then you have the rock being the snake. So you your brain's trying to comprehend what's yeah. going on. So it's like, yeah, get out for me. Yeah, especially too, because like that guy was a scientist and he knew about yeah. like like critters and shit. So like he probably saw the tail as it was going into like his shirt and was like, holy fuck! But like, then he got eaten. So yeah, yeah. Imagine you're like just sleeping, and you look out the window, and a T Rex pokes through your window <laughs> and, and pokes your... through because some dumbass thought it was a good idea to return it to bring uh, a T Rex to San Francisco. Yeah, that was really fucking stupid. I love dude that whole ending though. I mean, San Francisco the, rules. The ending scene is amazing, and also that came out a year before Godzilla eighty nine and ninety eight came out. Mm. So what uh, does that have to do with it? Well, it's basically a giant fucking reptilian monster in a city. Yeah, bringing a kaiju essentially oh, into oh, an oh, urban true, area. True, true, yeah, true. true but true. I mean, so basically, uh, the Lost World is also in the Godzilla lore of uh, movies. Yeah. It's good to know. I do love like R.I.P. the dog, but like I love where yeah, like they look. Oh, that scene is so sad. It's sad, but I love how he's got like the chain with the yeah, doghouse yeah, hanging out of his also, mouth. Also, uh, it must be nice. I didn't know in uh, in fucking California they had freshwater pools because that T Rex just fucking drinks the pool water. I mean, oh, he could have done it. I mean, I guess he could have done it if it was chlorine, but like he would have smelled it. I mean, fucking does a T-Rex what know what chlorine is? Why does a T-Rex know what chlorine is? Animals can actually smell uh, the chlorine in the water. My dog has literally eaten poison. <laughs> Most animals can smell the chlorine in the water. All right. Well, my dog's stupid, then. I, guess. I mean, Sorry, Jarvis, Jarvis is kind of dumb. But. He's a little dumb. But, like, he's eaten, like, fucking chocolate. He's eaten, like... Well, um, that's, that's different because it has a taste to it. Yes. But, okay, he's eaten, lawn, like, weed killer. <laughs> okay. You got me there. Yeah, he's yeah. kind of dumb. Okay. Uh, you guys have anything else to bring up? Um, I love dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are great. Uh, <laughs> I do like the. I like the Terrence, whole. Terrence, before you say it though, is there anything worth keeping in when we're already at an hour and forty minutes? Um. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to talk about the character arc. Okay. Uh, the the character arc of Lost World I do like because it starts out with uh, it was Hammond's uh nephew, right? The uh, the lawyer. Yeah. Yes, it was his, like yeah. his nephew wanted to be like he wanted to you know do what his uncle did but better, and uh, basically that guy was a fucking cunt. Well, I like the bookends of it because he basically wants to be better than his uncle, be better than Hammond, and I like the the line that Goldblum uh, delivers <laughs> to him says congratulations. Uh, you're John Hammond yeah. because of what he did. He had all these people killed under his belt. Yeah, that was that was a great scene. Like especially to Goldblum kind of just like leaning in over his yeah. shoulder. Yeah, kind of similar like... how Hillary Clinton had Jeffrey Epstein. Shut on up, her belt. Christ! Oh my God. <laughs> all right, so basically, I like the bookends of it. I also think it's uh, somewhat cute and interesting. Yeah. Uh, how he captures the baby T Rex, puts it in the the hold, and Goldblum and his girlfriend break it open, mm -hmm. bring it back on the boat. And basically, the book ends is of not the T Rex killing him, but basically, basically the the father T Rex incapacitating him by biting his leg and breaking his bones, and then pretty much pushing him on the ground like a fucking schoolyard bully, <laughs> and pretty much telling his kid like, "Go ahead, kill him." Yeah, this is how you hunt. Go for it. And then teaches his child how to kill him, and then he hunts it. And then I always thought like the T Rex was smiling when it, because it. 
he jumps on uh, the the baby T Rex jumps on him, and then it kind of pans up to the T Rex. I always thought he was smiling for some reason. <laughs> but uh, and then the ending of Lost World is really good because it basically shows all the dinosaurs in the in on the island and Hammond pretty much saying, you know, these are these are animals. <clears throat> yeah, let them ha- let them be. Let They're them in a, their natural habitat yeah. at this point. They're not harming anyone, you know, except for that little girl at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> Um, but so it, it's good that you brought up a character arc because I, I feel like, um, and the hunter, uh, the character arc of him. Yeah. I, I wish like. I could remember his name. Do you remember uh, the character's name? Dude, I just told you, I don't know any of the characters. I know. Dude, I feel I, bad because his like, he, he his arc has, was fucking great. He has how a good he arc. Turned around to kind of be a lot more sympathetic. Than he wanted, he, he came, he was hired gun just right. to collect the dinosaurs, but he wanted to kill the T-Rex because it's the greatest hunter It's his of all. prize. Yeah. And Which he ends respectful. up, he fine. ends up sedating the father. And then he kind of realizes what he's gotten into. He's seen his men get killed, his like friend get killed. Yeah. And I think Hammond's nephew, you know, invites him to join. Uh, what is it? End Life, or End Nerve, uh, the company that does all the dinosaur stuff. Oh, Ingen. Ingen. Yeah. And he's like, "No, thank you. I've been surrounded by too much death today." Yeah. And he pretty much, you know, goes on his own way because yeah. he realizes what he's done. Right, and so speaking of characters, uh, another big critique of this movie is 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 Goldblum, is that uh, Ian Malkin going from like this kind of like sexy, sassy. like sassy motherfucker from the first of Chaos Theory, and like let me look at your hand, I'm gonna make you look like a butterfly with this water and shit. <laughs> so like, but and then he, t- and me, like the the critique is that in this movie he he's kind of a bitch. Well, he's a he's a worry ward because he pretty much has seen the horrors of what right, happened, yeah, which, which makes sense, which makes total sense. And and the reason why I'm bringing this up is that I don't understand this critique because, to me at least, and it seems like it's the same for you guys too. This is the most rational, it's a logical, and the most logical yeah. character arc possible. Because like, what are you telling? Like, you're gonna tell me that he's gonna be almost be killed by a Tyrannosaurus Rex, and then he's gonna go back to sassy, sexy Jeff Goldblum? Obviously like, not. On, yeah. It's it's similar to, um, you know, in uh, Batman versus Superman, people thinking like the Martha thing is really dumb. It is, uh, which totally makes sense because I'll talk about this more on the Please. Batman versus Superman episode. But Please. which is the first thing I actually recorded for this podcast and scrapped it because it sucked. We'll redo it. That I didn't do it with these guys, but I think that scene makes total sense because you know. That's the most traumatic thing in Batman's life is that his parents were killed. And so right when he's beating the shit out of Superman nearly to death and he just out of nowhere screams Martha, of course that's going to trigger something for Batman and change in personality and make sense. Whereas, you know, getting back to Lost World, you. you know, people take these big changes in attitude and personality and small things. It's like, well, this isn't what... You know, uh, Malcolm's like this is yeah, this isn't characteristic yeah. of this guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, of course it is. Like, yeah, and it it's, makes total sense. And anyone that well, doesn't, not only that, but his girlfriend is there. Yeah. So I, if my girlfriend and was his on, kid. well, yeah. no, his his kid, he his wife, his ex wife's kid. Well, he didn't know his kid was coming with him. He yeah, that was, was a surprise. The the original plan was I'm getting my girlfriend off of this island because yeah, but I'm saying like once he gets there. Oh, no, 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 yeah. yeah. And then he has double worrying about yeah. because he has his girlfriend and his kid. But he has, like, his main objective was, I'm going to this island, I'm rescuing my girlfriend, getting her out of here, and then we're never going back. 
I know what these things can do. Yeah. These are animals, but they're also very dangerous creatures. Yeah, but the first scene with Hammond, he said, this is, no, this is not an exploration mission anymore. This is a fucking rescue. Yeah. So, you know, it's, so it's, it's clear that it's clear that the trauma that he experienced in the first movie has completely altered his character, yeah. as it should. And it, it's the same thing with Alan in Jurassic Park 3. Yes. Because he says, nothing on Earth will ever make me go back to that island ever Right, again. right, right. If, if, if Jurassic Park The Lost World started out, and Jeff Goldblum was like, <laughs> like doing his yeah. like weird roar thing and like making weird sex jokes, um, I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. So no growth from this character. Yeah, oh, exactly. And, perfect. And, and that's chaos theory. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> chaos. Um, also, too, we're probably going to wrap this up soon, but fun fact, right? I just wanted to throw this in here. So that scene where it progresses from the island of the little girl getting attacked to Jeff Goldblum on the subway platform, like where he's kind of yawning, yeah. uh, impersonation of the roar. When he steps onto the subway, there's a guy leaning up against the guardrail reading a book. It's Eli Roth. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. I was like, I looked at it, I was like, what the fuck? And then I paused it and looked it up and see Eli Roth. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. I thought that was weird. Any, uh, anything else, or are we good? Uh, no, nah, that's pretty much what I need to discuss. But, yeah, like I said, I like all the Jurassic Park movies, but I do think Lost World is the weakest, but I do think Lost World is a good movie. Matt, anything else? I think that Lost World gets a bad rap because it is the sequel to arguably a perfect film. Yeah. And no one is ever pleased with sequels. And I think if this movie came out as a standalone film disregarding the first one, it would be equally as loved as the first. I wouldn't say equally because I still don't think people would uh, love it as much. But uh, me, I'm I like sequels a lot in general because you kind of get everything out of the way a lot of the time, like all the exposition and you know bringing you into the world. So once you're into a sequel, you're already everything's already there already, so you don't have to establish it. And I feel like a lot with action films, they just kind of pump up the action a lot, gets better. And uh, so yeah, there's just a lot of sequels I love that are better than the original. Yeah, yeah. And I like I like being able to assume that like, hey, I know these characters. We spent some time with these characters. Yeah. I know more or less what they're gonna do. Now let's jump in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So really, my big defense of why Lost World is good and I like it more than Jurassic Park is because I think the action's better and I think the it the scenes are more tense and there's bigger stakes and. That's my defense of the movie boiled down to uh, two sentences. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I still like Jurassic Park 1 more. Yeah, I know. But yeah. So do I. I, I do think Lost World is unjustly, you know, criticized. Because it All right, does... well, I, we, I already gave, we already gave our rap. Okay. So we're, so, we're, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're almost hour and 50 in. So. All right. Before, All right now, we, wait, before we go, uh, a preview of what we might do next time. I don't know what we're doing next time. I'll figure it out after. That gets people invested! That's what the Instagram account is for. Yeah. Follow, follow <sighs> us uh, at Bad Filmcast on Instagram, which Matt is running. So And on Twitter. Find us on Spotify, YouTube, Google Play Store. iTunes, not yet. Not yet. iTunes pending because yeah. Apple, I'm not going to say anything bad because they might be hosting us soon, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they got to get their shit together. All right. That wraps it up. Thanks, folks.